Should we get this thing started? Thank you for tuning in to Muse by Mariah, the podcast, where we dive deep into discussing mind, body, and soul. Wow. Muse by Mariah, the podcast is back and thank you for tuning in. It has been probably a year, maybe even more than a year. I can't even remember since the last time I did a podcast episode. A lot of things have changed. I got a new job, had to adjust to that nine to five lifestyle. Not a good time if you were wondering. Got into a relationship got heartbroken and just kind of been moving on with life in the middle of that heartbrokenness. I was in the shower crying, whatever. And the shower is always where I get like my best ideas. So I was just, I had this thing about what it means to positively grieve, which I felt like I was grieving this end of a relationship a lot differently than I have in the past. So I, I don't even think I got the chance to get out of the shower, but I texted Paulina, you're all familiar with my good friend Paulina, to see if she would be interested in doing a podcast episode, and it's going to be on positively grieving. So I have Paulina Minucci here, mental health counselor. Thanks for coming back on me for the first episode back in the game. Yeah, of course. I'm honored to be here. So we have a lot of deep shit to go through. Yeah. So the episode is going to be called Positively Grieving. So it's not a term that a lot of people would put together. When you think of grief, a lot of people think of negative emotions, sadness, pain, heartbreak, and usually a prolonged amount of time. It's not something that can change overnight. So what does it mean to grieve? What is that feeling of grief? Which grief is our mind and our body's response to loss. This loss can be someone who is not living anymore, which is what a lot of people automatically think of when you hear the word grief. Um, But it can also mean the end or the loss of a relationship, of a friendship, a job, or something in our nearing environment that just causes us to have to change our daily lives and our routine. It can also be self-inflicted grief, meaning we're grieving a past version of ourselves that no longer exists. Um, And that often happens a lot. And we don't realize it because we go through so many seasons of ourselves and having to adjust to the different things that happen in our lives. So self-inflicted grief happens more times than some of the other ones. Totally. And the feeling of grief can actually manifest in your body and show up as physical symptoms like loss of appetite, headaches, digestion problems, actually getting sick. And then it can also show up as mental. So you have lack of motivation. You don't want to get out of bed. You have brain fog. You just can't think straight. Your mind is like moving a million miles per hour. You can experience depression, anxiety, all of those things that are not fun. And it's really us getting ourselves out of that grief. Mm -hmm. And then I did a poll 
on my Instagram, which a lot of you guys participated in, and I am so grateful for that, just to kind of gauge other people's experience with grief. So the first question I had asked was, if you view grief as a negative emotion, and I had a couple of votes for yes, and a majority of the votes for no, which is good because obviously this episode is called Positively Grieving, which Mm -hmm. is what we're going over. Mm -hmm. And everyone who voted had all experienced that feeling of grief, whether it was with someone who has passed, someone who is still healthy and alive, or you could have experienced it both ways. And then I also did one that... I put two, what resonates most when you think of grief word-wise, and I put two that were negative emotions, pain and sadness, and then two that were positive emotions, joy and growth, just to see which positive or negative would get the most votes. And a lot of you voted for the negative emotions, pain and sadness, which is a thousand percent true. And I purposely put growth in there because I feel like every time you go through the grieving process, mm-hmm. you're growing at the end of it. Totally. Right? Mm-hmm. And they say like, you know, you go through shit, it makes you stronger, especially with breakups. Like every time you like get over a breakup, you're like, ugh, mm-hmm. I can't believe I was like that. Yeah. At least I say that. I'm like, yeah. ew, <laughs> get out of here. Right? What are you doing crying all the time? Um, so I think growth, when you're positively grieving, growth is something that should resonate with you a lot totally yeah and i think when you're first starting to go through the grieving process especially if it's a living loss it's really hard to look at it in a positive way because my best friend Teresa and i have said for years that when you are you know grieving a living loss you're mourning the loss of someone who's still alive which is so difficult because I like to look at it as grief, whether it be with someone who has passed or someone who is still living, that grief is just love that has nowhere to go. But there's no timeline for grief. It takes as long as it takes, and no one can rush your grief process because no one has experienced grief like you have before. Whether they've gone through the same situation, no one's experienced in your physical shoes. Mm -hmm. And this episode, we're focusing mostly on living losses, um, just so we can kind of get into the nitty gritty of how we can overcome that with knowing that these people are still here Mm -hmm. in a way. So I think that's also when you're grieving someone who's living, Mm -hmm. you're wondering what they're doing in a type of thing. Like, are they thinking about us? Are they Mm -hmm. thinking about me? And um, one of the examples that someone had brought to my attention, which I also didn't even think about, which I should have thought about, but I didn't, was grieving the loss of a parent who is still alive. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. I think that one is tough. Yeah. Like super tough because obviously they're the one of the closest people to you and you have right. to grieve that loss, but they're still physically on this planet. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I just feel like that's a never ending cycle of grief right that's a really tough one to get out of that one hits hard yeah for sure and i've experienced that without getting into too much details (laughs) but i experienced that with one of my parents and it took like a decade to get over that feeling and there's still feelings there but i kind of just have like i forgave and i acknowledge the negative impact that they still have on my life without Mm -hmm. having to 
kind of make that manifest in myself and have it affect my day-to-day routine. Right. But that was a huge one that I also was not on my grid when I was planning out this episode with that. And then the self-inflicted grief Mm -hmm. too, which is, Mm -hmm. again, like I said, having to go through processes of life and grieve your old self, especially when it has to do with who you were when you were with these people that you're grieving. Absolutely. Absolutely. And there's a really great quote that I wanted to read, if that's mm-hmm. okay with you. Um, of course. That a lot of the times when we're grieving these living losses, it's about letting go, but still cherishing the things that you've had together. So this is a quote that really struck me just from my own personal experiences, but I think can relate to a lot of other people. So the quote reads, the hardest thing you will have to do in life is to let go of the people you may want to hold on to. Sometimes you will have to settle for loving someone from a distance, but that is okay. Because if you cannot show up for another human being the way that you know you should, if someone cannot love you the way you need to be loved right now, if circumstances or space or the messiness of life is getting in the way of giving your whole self and nothing less than that to another human being, then you have to be honest. Do not suffocate your love. Do not ignore the way someone makes you feel about yourself in order to keep them in your life. Do not ask for something to be more than it can be right now. Instead, appreciate it for what it was, appreciate the lessons it grew within you, appreciate the beauty you were able to feel, and appreciate the fact that in those ways, in those memories, it will always be yours forever. Paulina. I'm going to do a little clappy clap without being too loud on the microphone. That was so cute. Thank you. Who was that by? um the thought catalog on tiktok <laughs> we love tiktok right a very reliable source but sometimes <laughs> you get to a video and you're like damn that should just hit hit my heart strong no, tiktok has a lot of good information on there you Absolutely. just gotta my algorithm is on point right now totally <laughs> like it's showing me all the shit that i want to see Absolutely. it's actually showing a lot of heartbreak stuff right now so i have to like get <laughs> off of it and i have to like like funny videos to like you know right. change it <laughs> right but i think it's you know it's so true that that we only have a certain threshold for loving someone we all have a certain capacity to love and give ourselves to someone and sometimes that threshold just doesn't match up with our partners and that's where that disconnect and that discongruence can come in but when this happened it's it's kind of our job to give those parts to ourselves until we can find a partner to add to those things and i say add in bold capital underlined Mm -hmm. letters because we want a, a partner that's going to enhance those things, right. not to teach someone how to do that. Right. And I think with the term positively grieving, it's kind mm-hmm. of looking at this grieving process from a whole different perspective. Absolutely. Because like when you get into a relation, I mean, maybe it's just me. When I get into a relationship, <laughs> I kind of think about like, okay, if this doesn't work, how am I going to feel? Like mm-hmm. I kind of prepare myself for the heartbreak, which mm-hmm. is probably not good. Yeah. <laughs> It might be manifesting things that are (laughs) happening, but I just, it's always that what if. Right. And I tell myself I don't want to ever date again because I don't ever want to have to keep going through that feeling of heartbreak Mm -hmm. and grieving and mourning this loss of a relationship because it's just not a good time. Right. And I don't want, like, why am I going to put myself in a situation to do that? I understand it's life, but you know, there's just some things that i don't need that type of energy yeah but now looking at it like that like 
first of all, for me to have this random thought in the shower, I don't know. It's never, like, this term has never come to my mind. I have yeah. not read it in a book. Mm-hmm. It just came to my mind in the shower and mm-hmm. I actually looked it up and saw that it was a thing. Absolutely. And I was like, wow, like, did my intuition tell me about this term that yeah. just so happened to come to me when I was crying in the shower about <laughs> it? Maybe. Right. But the meaning of positively grieving from the dictionary's description is during the grieving process, we're building cognitive, emotional, and social resources that make us stronger. So we're instead of viewing grief as this negative feeling and a negative process, mm-hmm. we're viewing it as a positive process that is helping us to stipulate our growth. And that is going to be our physical growth, mental growth, emotional growth, personal mm-hmm. growth, everything within ourselves. So right. especially during the loss of a relationship, it can be very overwhelming especially during like the first couple days first couple weeks even sometimes first couple months Mm -hmm. like you're really trying to get over this thing that you had and changing your routine because most of the times our lives are based around them 24 Mm -hmm. 7 Mm -hmm. for the most part so you have to really relearn and reteach yourself how to keep going on with life so once this happens it's kind of like Granted, it could have been building up, but either way, once it happens, it really just just feels like the world's crashing down. Yeah. You just don't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. I don't like to eat when I feel like that. And then I tell myself, oh, I'll get skinny because I'm heartbroken. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Gotta look at the positive, right? right. But uh, it's, it's something that I think happens to so many people, whether they know that they're experiencing it or yeah. not. And I think that you're being reintroduced to yourself and but you don't know this version of who you are right so you're like you said you're grieving the person you were in the relationship because this might sound harsh but you'll never be that person again yeah right but that's something that you can be grateful for later down the line because you've learned and you learn to love yourself more Mm -hmm. because you see how strong and resilient you are that you were able to get through all of that right and I think the biggest thing with that is really grieving ourselves at the same time that we're grieving this Mm -hmm. person that we just lost. And that can be the same thing with a friendship too. You know, I had to grieve a really tough friendship, which took a while. And sometimes I think about it still hurts. Like it's Mm -hmm. never, not that it's a never ending process. It does get easier, Mm -hmm. but sometimes like things just trigger you. Like I was triggered yesterday. Right. Um, And just trying to, remain balanced and present in the moment Mm -hmm. knowing that this is part of the process right and allowing yourself to feel everything regardless of how uncomfortable it is because i think that when we experience these really uncomfortable kind of uncertain emotions that Mm -hmm. we don't know how long they're going to last for we try to do everything in our power to deflect everything in our power to distract i don't want to feel this way so i'm going to go do something else but when you look at it from a bigger picture point of view it can be a really beautiful experience to sit with those emotions and let yourself feel those things Mm -hmm. because that's a piece of you right that's a piece of you that needs attention that needs that healing time so allowing yourself to feel those things and to cry and to get angry and to feel all those wonderful beautiful meaningful emotions can just make things a lot easier down the line no definitely i have that 
this past relationship, the thing that I did differently during this grieving process was I allowed myself Mm -hmm. to experience every good and bad emotion fully. And I didn't, not that I didn't let it take over my like day to day. Sometimes obviously it was like more sad than others, but Mm -hmm. I didn't, I knew it was temporary basically. And I kept reminding myself that it was temporary. Mm -hmm. Whereas in past relationships, I would be like, oh my God, I want the world to end right now. I can't do this. Oh my God. Yeah. And I think, I think, everybody's experienced that young fresh new heartbreak like everything is just so tragic and dire and this is the worst thing in the whole entire world i think everyone's experienced that but now you look back on it and say you have no idea how wonderful life is going to get after Mm -hmm. that and i i'm still doing that but Mm -hmm. i think another thing too is when you're going through these grieving processes of grieving someone who is alive it's mm-hmm. all about surrounding yourself with good people who mm-hmm. are understanding and supportive of what you're going through right like this past time i was kind of getting rushed to get over it mm-hmm. where i kept saying like i just need a day sometimes that day turned into two days sometimes those two days turned into a week i was like i just need the time like I, right. I knew I was going to be fine mm-hmm. but I needed to go through that process and to feel rushed and to have like it was just so overwhelming that Absolutely. I just had to shut myself off for right. like a to week. tune out and thank god six months ago I planned a vacation at that time because <laughs> right. that was like the perfect just tuning out life mm-hmm. for a week yeah. without any wi-fi shout out to past Mariah <laughs> shout out to Mariah on Memorial Day weekend in 2022 for thinking of this ahead right <laughs> so I was on a cruise love you. for a week with no I didn't pay for the wi-fi package not because I knew this was going to happen because I was being cheap, but I'm right. glad I didn't pay for it because I had no connection to the outside world yeah. for a straight week. And it was just, I think it helped me speed up the recovery process. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm thinking about it, I didn't even have it in my notes to talk about, but social media with, <laughs> I don't even have that on here, but that's such a big one when oh you're grieving God. someone who's still alive and just like the itch to just check their stuff all right. the time and like see what they're doing and then you see they're on dating apps and they're right. on dating apps the day that they break up with you and mm-hmm. and it's just that's another that's that's not positively grieving no it's not because i think that we live in such a time right now that we have unlimited access oh, to yes. people we can oh, yes. find anybody on anything part-time detectives at, Right. Full time, maybe, actually. Maybe. Who knows? Overtime. Uh, ne- <laughs> right. Where's my check? Um, but it gets to a certain point where you're checking everything on them and you want to see, you know, do they have any new followers, any new tech mm-hmm. pictures, anything like that. But then it just gets to a certain point. Either you get to it or your friend gets to it and you're like, what is the point of you doing this? Yeah. Like, why? Like, this is only hurting you more. And the saying is true like curiosity killed the cat in that sense because you're only that shit killed me right and you're, <laughs> you're only going to find things that are going to make yeah. you more upset yeah i saw this video on tiktok too but it was of a therapist <laughs> talking about detachment yeah and how you can't say that you're detaching from this person if you're still looking at their stuff that absolutely is not, detachment. not right um so i feel like she was coming at my neck there a little bit but um <laughs> i was like it's 
so true. Like the cutoff method, completely detaching the, what is it called? No contact mm-hmm. method. I think that's like the one that's getting talked about a lot now or mm-hmm. what it's being termed as is how you can positively grieve, especially when you know that this needed to end and whether right. it was a good ending or bad ending, whatever happened in between, if you're still leaving like that little sliver of hope, the door is slightly cracked mm-hmm. open, that door will stay open until right. you make the decision to close it. Right, right. And I feel like oftentimes we expect ourselves from other people. So we feel in our brain plays tricks on us all the time but we think that well if i'm checking their social media they have to be checking my social media so they definitely still care right but unfortunately some sometimes that's That's not always the case Mm -hmm. yeah sometimes that's not always the case but that's okay right that they're not checking it because they're doing what they need to do or they're being shady and doing other things but we don't need to get into that um (laughs) That's on here I have um, to discuss the healthy and unhealthy grieving processes. That's Mm -hmm. definitely one of the unhealthy ones. Totally. And it can be so hard to detach from social media. Oh, my God. Especially me coming from a social media manager (laughs) slash marketing person where you need to be on it 24-7 in Mm -hmm. order to live your life. Right. So I, especially with that relationship ending on New Year's, Mm -hmm. going into the New Year, setting these one boundaries with yourself totally that's having so, strict so boundaries with yourself and mm-hmm. making sure that you're staying in touch with you and detaching from these mm-hmm. resources that yeah. are making us kind of take 10 steps back so mm-hmm. once a month i'm doing a no i know that seems like nothing <laughs> no it, this, it is I mean, I mean it is something it's right? important it is but when you're on it 24 7 it's like i mean granted it's still a lot um so once a month and i think well, no, I'm actually working on Valentine's Day. I was I wanted to do it on Valentine's Day because that holiday just makes me roll my eyes. Um, but once a month, no social media, like erase everything and just be mm-hmm. in tune in the present moment because mm-hmm. that is where you do the most growth. Absolutely. And it's also with grieving and especially grieving when you're in anxious attachment that's like a whole another episode we can get into but Mm -hmm. when your mind is constantly running and you don't know how to sit and just be still Mm -hmm. and to calm your thoughts and Mm -hmm. you need a distraction like your phone or watching tv or doing something Mm -hmm. it's not healthy no it's not you that should trigger like oh my god i need to make a change right um which is what meditation is great for Mm -hmm. and it takes a long time to master meditation but it's definitely something that can help with the grieving process Mm -hmm. it's just quieting your mind absolutely and one of my favorite quotes is that you cannot run from you Mm -hmm. whether you deal with these emotions now or not they're going to come back up so whether they manifest in self-sabotage or another relationship or even like you were talking about before with, you know, a parent, like yeah. you could kind of repeat those same mistakes unintentionally, of course, but because you didn't heal from that past wound, but acknowledging, like you said, and meditating, journaling is really great. Um, just to have space for those things. Right. And I think everything will work differently for everyone because, again, we all grieve differently. So the way that Absolutely. we're going to process this grief is different. Yeah. And 
this is not something again that changes overnight for right. me it just happened to change while i was in the shower and i just had a completely <laughs> different thought process yeah. on this whole grieving situation you had an aha moment i had a euphoric moment right I love those. We love those <laughs> over here. Just naked crying in the shower. What's better Boom. than that? The universe was like, <laughs> can't get more vulnerable together. than that. She's like, get yourself together. Pull yourself together. <laughs> right. Um, but it's just, it's just a different, and it, again, we all go through it. Mm-hmm. And just knowing how to go through it. And instead of like me going into like the next relationship, thinking like, if this ends, how am I going to process it? Like, that's right. not even going to be a thought on my radar anymore. It shouldn't. Because if it right. does happen, it's going to be handled differently. Right. Like, now I can understand, like, this is what happens. This mm-hmm. is what you go through. And again, we're mourning the loss of this. And we're mourning the loss of ourselves. Yeah. And it's going to keep happening right. all the time. Right. Ab- absolutely. And if you are kind of thinking like, okay, if this ends, this is how I'm going to handle it. You're preparing for disaster, essentially. And sorry, I almost just choked. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that so many people, I'm guilty of this thought process too, that after you get your heart broken and shattered, you're like, that's it. I'm never talking to anybody ever again. You know, I'm I'm done with this, all those things. But what's the alternative what's the alternative of never falling in love again and getting your heart broken again right loneliness yeah not (laughs) not experiencing that so future heartbreak is inevitable but if you want to experience love and all you know the joy that comes with that kind of thinking about okay well i can handle this because i've handled it before right but and you'll never love that way again mm-hmm. whether it be with a friendship or a relationship or anything but that's beautiful in a way because you learn and you grow and now you know how to water it better and right that you have vo- this experience to kind of totally guide you better than yeah. you may have handled it yeah and something i want to just like clarify is that there like you said there's no right or wrong way well there's no (laughs) there's no rule book on how to grieve yes definitely there's no that's why there's so many books about it right Mm -hmm. because there's so many different you know perspectives Perspectives. (laughs) sorry it's been a long day um (laughs) but yeah i think it's just a beautiful process once we kind of get to the other side and look at how strong and resilient we are definitely and again it's such a growth Mm -hmm. and whether that's grieving the relationship the end of a friendship the loss of a parent grieving our past selves Mm -hmm. i think that the process that we go through being able to support ourselves during this time Mm -hmm. is the most important absolutely so things that we can do to support ourselves is like I mentioned earlier, having a strong support system and surrounding Mm -hmm. ourselves with people who are good for us. Totally. I think I'm at that age now where I'm over everyone who's not good for me (laughs) and I like don't even care about how many friends I have. I just care about the quality of those friendships, Mm -hmm. the quality of my family friendships because that was another thing, having to grieve the loss of like half of my family because they weren't people who were supporting to me. and that's okay. I wish I had the tools that I had right now in this episode when Mm -hmm. that happened. But now I can look back and say, 
you know, I handled it the best way I could then. Mm -hmm. I am nowhere near the person that I was then. And I'm grateful that I went through that process. And I grieved that person that I was because I'm so Mm -hmm. much better and so much stronger Mm -hmm. than I was now. And I feel like I, not that they were necessarily holding me back, but it just sometimes when you hear even like, not to get into details, but sometimes you just hear people talk or like, and you just feel their energy and their spirit and oh, their yeah. aura just bringing you down and mm-hmm. knowing that I don't have to deal with that pain anymore and right. that feeling because they're no longer there is helping me, helped me to grieve the loss of people that were extremely significant in my life. Yeah. And having just one or two people who you know will be there for you through whatever and making sure that they're actually supportive and they're Mm -hmm. not just there as kind of like a placeholder like someone who's going to help you make you do things if you don't want to do them Mm -hmm. like pauline asked me to dinner a couple hours before knowing that's not how my routine goes (laughs) but me knowing i can't be in my routine all the time and making me do things that i want to do to not be in that person who won't do it type of thing right not being like so rigid right mm-hmm. which makes makes sense right that yeah sense. it made total sense because i live my life you know by a book oh yeah by a planner <laughs> i know what i'm doing on every minute of every day so mm-hmm. when things are thrown off in my routine i'm like thrown off what? so like having the end of this relationship was like throwing me off yeah because you get so comfortable dealing with these people mm-hmm. they know so much about you you know so much about them you have mm-hmm. certain things that you do together and like all these like little triggers that come up and you have to learn how to not deal with that anymore like it's not part right. of who you are right it's not part of your identity you're like sh- you shed that skin now absolutely that's a great way of saying what are it. the ones that shed it right butterflies <laughs> caterpillars yeah snakes <laughs> snakes <laughs> <laughs> like you literally shed that skin and that's yeah. not who you are that's just the expired version of who you are and i like to think about it in the way that you would never cook with expired ingredients and expect to get this five-star gourmet meal right no so why are you expecting to get the best version of yourself if you're using the same expired version of who you are to yeah. try to get there it's just never going to work right it's never going to work so i think surrounding yourself with people who are supportive who are just down to listen is super important um something that i often recommend is creating new memories in the same location that you shared with that person to kind of create that you're reading my mind right now maybe (laughs) to by doing that you're creating that mental strength and you're teaching yourself that you can handle those things and you don't have to avoid certain areas Mm -hmm. of life or your community but you're also proving to yourself that you're strong enough to do the hard work so going there with a friend going there by yourself and listening to music journaling tapping into your creative side all these things can be so therapeutic Mm -hmm. because thinking about a place that you went with this person is like ugh, i could never do that right Mm -hmm. but you can right you just don't want to yeah because it's difficult right it's it's horrible to do but it shows you're proving to yourself that I can do these things mm-hmm. and I am strong enough to to live the way that yeah. I want to live. I literally was thinking today about going on a hike tomorrow. You should. Which is where I was broken up with. <laughs> but it's also where I first like really started falling for him. It's mm-hmm. like to 
intense opposite end spectrum emotions and yeah. experience on this one little hike mm-hmm. in little New York. Right. Like, right. And now I like want to avoid that hike but mm-hmm. i love that hike but i want to avoid it because of the memories i have with him and how right. much it affected me both times right but don't de- I literally was thinking about that today so for you to say that right now i'm Paulina? just reading your mind yeah but just don't de- yeah don't deny what you want to do and you're also kind of taking ownership and taking that power back and saying you know what no i, I can do this and yeah. i am going to do that because i want to and that's You're that. Right. Yeah. I'm definitely going to do it. I don't know about tomorrow, though. It's going to be a little cold. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in the springtime. But I was act- I was literally just thinking that today. So it's crazy that you said that. Yeah. And another thing that I've been doing is journaling. And I talk about journaling all the time. But yeah. I feel like journaling is just not for everyone. No, Especially it's not. when you're – some people just don't like to write. And I understand that. Some mm-hmm. people just don't like to read. Some people don't like to work out. But for me, journaling, I – really get so in tune with myself and my thoughts when I free write oh yeah and I have been writing like I cry every time I read my pieces I was crying last night when I was reading them because they were just so like it's a different version of myself 100% I speak I know I not that I speak stupidly but I speak hot but the way I write Mm -hmm. is such a different version like I'm I feel like I'm pouring my soul on paper yeah so being able to have that skill of free it is and sometimes I read it and I it doesn't sound like me Mm -hmm. which is why I say like if you were to hear me talk and then read it Mm -hmm. you wouldn't be able to put the two authors together yeah if that makes sense yeah but go ahead but <laughs> I have I had a thought, but then it ran away. <laughs> but I was just like being able to free write and just write like whatever the fuck is on your mind mm-hmm. really just kind of clears your mind. Oh, so yeah. What I said before is being OK with being alone is such a big point in the process of grieving mm-hmm. because granted, yes, you should go out and do things with your friends, surround yourself with people who you care about and you know are supporting you but there's mm-hmm. going to be more than one time where you're alone and right. how are you going to be able to handle that mm-hmm. time when you're alone if you haven't been alone right are you going to look at their social media now that you have free time like what are you going to do in that moment because mm-hmm. you don't know how to react to that moment right and that's something that i struggle with is just silencing these thoughts um so i listen to music mm-hmm sometimes in the morning or sometimes I'll just put a show on just for background noise Mm -hmm. just so I don't hear my thoughts yeah um so I'm gradually working on it like I can do maybe a solid sometimes in the morning I can do like my full morning routine without listening to absolutely anything but then sometimes I'm thinking so much Mm -hmm. about everything about Mm -hmm. every situation every like worst case scenario everything and I'm like oh my god I need like something in the background Mm -hmm. to shut it down Mm -hmm. but being able to be alone during grief yeah is the path to healing what wow put that on top of a fucking pyramid that <laughs> that was a word right there. did y'all hear that that was crazy but you're so right when you say that journaling is not for everyone because it really isn't mm-hmm. but regardless of how we're getting these words out they're important right so whether because we all have those overwhelming intrusive thoughts so sometimes even just saying them out loud can be so helpful and if you like the idea of journaling to be able to go back and look at all the progress that you've made even recording like a voice note or even recording a video of yourself just talking and it might feel like ew this is stupid but 
we don't judge over here we don't judge ourselves um but being able to go back and look at yourself and look at the person you were back then physically Mm -hmm. and what you were saying and how you were feeling it can be so helpful in that way because you're like wow like i was really i was really going through it right but now i'm just so grateful for the person i am and i'm grateful for that person because it allowed me to get to this point yeah definitely and i love reading back on my old things because i see the you see the growth absolutely you see how you handle the grieving process then mm-hmm. you see how you feel now mm-hmm. you'll see it again down the line when you want to reread it again right. so we love journaling over absolutely here. one million percent and also being comfortable with the uncomfortable Mm -hmm. so another thing that i started in 2023 is once a month again taking myself out on a solo date and just being by myself so if you follow me on instagram (laughs) you know i'm a major harry potter fan so i took myself out on a little solo date last weekend to see harry potter and the deathly hollows part two in concert and it was like the most ew I'm getting emotional because it was just such a, it was my first time taking myself out on a date. Like I've done things by myself, like go to grab a tea at the coffee shop, go like do little things, work out by myself, go on like different walks by myself, but like actually doing like a con, like that type of date where like some people can never imagine doing it by themselves. Like Mm -hmm. everybody who I told I was going by myself was like, what do you mean like my one friend she was like oh my god i feel so bad like you're going by yourself and i'm like because i know it's not her thing right i want to go she just felt bad that i was going by myself and i'm like no it's fine my dad was like oh i can take you at least and drop you off or whatever and i'm like no like just let me be by myself Mm -hmm. and it was so first of all i sat down in my seat and i already started like i wanted to cry (laughs) because i'm like everyone knows everyone like they all have someone here and i'm just sitting there i even showed the ticket lady my ticket she goes is it just one ticket and i'm like yeah yeah and but i just like when the movie started first of all i love harry potter but like to see it in concert it was like crazy but then also to be by myself it was like even crazy so i like i started crying as soon as the movie started like just crying knowing that i was there like doing this by myself so out of the ordinary Mm -hmm. so uncomfortable but I did it and it was like the greatest day ever like right I li- Ugh, I'm not gonna cry right now but I was crying on the way home because it was just like hold on let me just let me just get it together here tears yeah. we're not coming out but I was just crying on the way home because I just felt so happy and at peace and at peace and content with my life in that moment absolutely it was like it was just like such a beautiful moment yeah and i and i feel like in those times you are not only connecting with who you are in that moment but you're connecting with little mariah who saw it for the first time and when when you read the book for the first time don't make me grab Molina. and it's you know (laughs) i always say that we are every year when you turn a new year you're turning all of the years before that too so i'm 26 right now gross i know but <laughs> i'm also myself when i was 18 yeah. i'm also myself when i was 10 you know when i make a silly mistake that's me when i'm you know 21 when i act silly and quote freaking spongebob that's me like when i'm 10 years old so those are all different pieces of you and allowing yourself to give light and to take care of those pieces especially when you're positively Mm -hmm. grieving is so important yeah so that's something 
huge. Mm -hmm. Spend time with yourself. Take yourself out. Yeah. And it's funny that you say that. Something that came up when you were saying like people were kind of giving you mixed reactions about, oh, you're going by yourself. Like even the ticket lady. Like what? I felt a little judgy. Right. Girl. I looked hot though. Right. They were like, why is she so hot and she's by herself? Right. Mm, That doesn't make sense. Right. (laughs) Per. Um, But I feel like so many people think that in order to enjoy things, you have to enjoy it with with somebody else. else. When so much of life can be so wonderful, experienced by yourself, but other people can just add to it. Right. And I feel like a lot of people depend on someone else to do something. Right. Right. I can only go if I'm going with somebody. Right. It's like, oh, I want to go on this trip and they can't go. I guess I'm not going now. Right. Hell no. Bitch, book that ticket. My flight is books, bro. Book that flight. So my next thing for my solo date is for my birthday, I'm going on a solo trip. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying where yet because... Mystery. <laughs> we got to, you know, build up the suspension. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's going to be really dope. So yeah, that's, that's awesome. a huge thing. And just being gentle with yourself, mm-hmm. accepting your emotions as they come, right. understanding that feelings are temporary. Yes. I say that quote. To my, I said that quote to myself today probably like four times at least mm-hmm. this is temporary it'll pass yeah this is temporary it'll pass mm-hmm. this is temporary it'll pass yeah and your thoughts lie to you all the time all the fucking time she's lying to me right now mm-hmm. <laughs> right and then i have a great 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 book recommendation if you want to get into writing and you don't really know how to start you don't like maybe you don't even feel comfortable with a pen to paper like you don't know so there's this book called healing through words by rupi kaur i'm hoping i'm pronouncing that right what right (laughs) she has a poem book that's really popular milk and honey i think it's called Mm -hmm. um and it's a journaling book that has assisted prompts and there's this one page that i literally have highlighted all over because it's one of my favorite journal entries assisted journal prompts i should say that i've done ever in my life Um, And I have a few of the prompts here. I added one for myself that I actually did with me grieving this end of a relationship. But you can set a timer for 15 minutes and you can choose to free write from one of the following prompts. So what I did in my last relationship was I wrote a basically just a goodbye letter, just ending it, put it... (laughs) Snaps. snaps i'm snapping um writing all my feelings down like literally it was a few pages long but writing every single emotion that i had felt and just kind of ending it without really having that closure mm-hmm. um so you can write a person write a letter to the person you seek closure from mm-hmm. is a good journal prompt to do another one is write a letter to the parts of you that are still hurting And that's really dealing with grieving your sense of self, Mm -hmm. things that you lost and you feel like you're still hurting from that. Another prompt is write a letter to a traumatic memory or moment. Mm -hmm. And you can write a letter to the person whose hurt touched you. Love that book. Mm -hmm. Um, So, and I got it on Amazon. Really good for helping you with assisted journaling and then maybe you can feel comfortable to free write after that yeah and then do you have any other things before i end with a few affirmations for positively grieving the last thing that i just wanted to say was when we're positively grieving we can often feel so disconnected not only from 
ourselves but from the world around us because we feel like nobody understands what we're going through and a really great really great quote (laughs) (laughs) a really great quote don't play with me um from viola davis is so many of us are living in a world where because we are so disconnected with ourselves we cannot connect with other people so when we get into these relationships and they end or we have a breakdown with them and we just stop talking we feel like we're missing a part of ourselves because that part was so connected to somebody else so it's our job to kind of do the work to reconnect that part of ourselves but doing that so one we can be connected but two never let that kind of happen again in Mm -hmm. that same way so i wanted to share that because no that's great i love viola davis and i think it's just important and like we said it's hard and uncomfortable but it's so necessary to do that work you reminded me i had a quote also that i wanted to share yeah let's hear it just love quotes here this one i found on instagram um her or his actually his instagram is at rain ear wild and it says grieving is not linear and neither is the healing that results from fully experiencing grief Mm -hmm. i always say if you guys are on my page you know i post a lot that (laughs) healing is not linear no it's a roller coaster ride sometimes um but you always end up up right you're always getting better stronger Mm -hmm. more resilient so i have a few affirmations for positively grieving And if you have a pen and paper, it is so good for you to write affirmations down because it actually absorbs a lot better in your brain than just saying them. Saying them too helps, but writing them down actually, I don't know the scientific terms, so I won't get into it, but it helps a lot Mm -hmm. better. So the first one is, I allow myself to feel my grief and let go. Second one, I am giving myself time and space to feel all my feelings. I am being gentle with myself while I heal. And I feel grateful for all the love in my life. Love that. Pause for dramatic effect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Uh, this episode was so good. Yay. I am happy to be back. I've been slacking a little bit getting in the life back on track Mm -hmm. i've built even though there's not many of you but i've built such a solid foundation on my instagram and hearing some of your stories and having you guys feel comfortable enough to share it with me i'm not gonna cry again but Mm -hmm. it means a lot and tears (laughs) tears go away but to know that we're really not all in this alone, that Mm -mm. we're all grieving something. And to know that I'm not alone too, just feels so good. And you guys just said like, just the nicest things to me. And I, first of all, I appreciate you, Paulina. Yeah. Love you. I love you. So happy you can came on here and help supporting me Mm -hmm. and doing this podcast episode during a time where it's a little tumultuous i hate that word tumultuous tumultuous <laughs> in my life rocky, right yeah. now um but i think it's something that i needed and someone who told me one of their stories they were like this would be a great podcast episode and i was like little do you know <laughs> it's already in the works <laughs> yeah girl. um so i'm hoping i can be a little bit more consistent on this because yeah. it's such a great breather 
like just having someone again another thing someone said to me today was that instagram is such a negative place but they see my post and they realize that there are good things to look at on this platform yeah so thank you for allowing me to create a safe space for you all and this page will continue to be like that so if you made it to the end of this episode paulina and i really greatly appreciate you Mm -hmm. and if you don't follow me on instagram you can follow me at muse by mariah underscore i have a facebook too on there and yeah let's be friends slide in my dms start a conversation (laughs) yeah do you have anything else to say paul before we sign off Mm, i think we've covered it all i think we did we got into it all well thank you again and thanks for tuning in